This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Awesome to start the show today with Jerry Ferrara, our friend, uh, fellow BetMGM teammate, Jerry Ferrara. Basically like NBA trade deadline expert, a Knicks fan. It's it's insane, the timing. So Solomon Wilcott's going to join us in a second. Jerry Ferrara, big Knicks fan, has been on with us twice recently. First time, Donovan Mitchell gets traded to the Cavs. He's crestfallen as a Knicks fan. And then today, the Knicks make a couple deals on trade deadline day. We've got great guests that will join us over the course of the show. Our bets for tonight coming up to close the program. But joining us right now, and this is a a big-time treat for me, someone that I worked with for when I was starting my career at Sirius XM NFL Radio, one of the true nicest guys in the space, one of my favorite people, former NFL defensive back. You can hear him five days a week on the opening drive on Sirius XM NFL Radio, on Twitter, at Solomon's Wisdom, my friend, Solomon Wilcott. Solly, welcome to You Better You Bet, my friend, Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. How's it going? Uh, well, hey, great to be with you guys. And Ken, great to meet yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. But this guy is like a you brother guys go way to back. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, look, I'm playing hurt, as you can probably tell. The voice is fading. Yeah. But they told me I was coming on with Nick, and I'm like, I think I got one more left in me. Wait, we appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, I mean, let's let's get right into it then. I know you've probably done a ton of breakdown of the guy. Everybody wants to know, like, who do you like? Yeah. We have a lot of betters on this show, Solomon. We yeah. have a lot of people who bet on games. And it just, it's you line them all up, and people just can't get away from the Chiefs and the Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. And it's just, it's Mahomes. And it's just even people that are math and science. It's like, no, I just want to bet on Patrick Mahomes. Like, where do you lead in this game? What are kind of some of your keys to the game? Well, first of all, it's hard to go against a guy who's won 80% of Absolutely. the games he started. Since he's coming to the league. And it's not like he has a small sample size, right? He's got a large sample size and has still won 80% of his games, gone to six straight AFC championship games. He's good and he has no flaws. I could tell you two years ago, 2021, we all knew he had flaws. What was the flaw? Um, He tends to want to take the shots deep. Even when it wasn't there, he was going, he could not bring himself to be patient and wait for the opportunity. And that's the too high defense, right? The team started running against him. And now he's patient. You saw that in the AFC Championship game, second uh, half of the game against the Baltimore Ravens. He's not going to turn the ball over. He's not going to throw into coverage. He's willing to take the dink and the dunk, the mid-range throws. Um, he's, He's so disciplined, but yet so talented, but yet from the neck up, he's brilliant. We don't give him credit for his football IQ. That's why he's a tough out. He's a tough guy to beat. Are you taking Kansas City to win the Super Bowl on Sunday? Yeah, but I don't I don't think it's a cakewalk by any stretch of the imagination. They are going to need the help with their defense. 
And the reason why is because the multiple players that the 49ers can run their offense through. If you ask them to run it through Christian McCaffrey, we already know that he's the primary um, threat on the offense. But you can run it through Debo. You can run it through George Kittle. You can run it through Ayuk at times. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk can beat you in this offense if you pay too much attention to the other guys and you leave him one-on-one. He'll hurt you. I think a lot of people have kind of been wondering, and you mentioned Mahomes, all the great things that he brings. To the t- I mean, it's a laundry list of stuff. He's awesome. Maybe maybe the best of all time. Yeah. A lot of people are kind of wondering, in this playoff run, the stat games haven't had to be there. Right? You mentioned the Baltimore game. Patience, yeah. they've been running the ball really well. Right. Rasheed Rice is great. That's Travis right. Kelsey is great. But it's Isaiah Pacheco running the ball a lot. Is, is that the game plan, you think, in this game? Or is this game going to get a little looser maybe than what we saw against Baltimore? I think it's going to be tight in the beginning. But I do think it ultimately is going to get loose. They have to. They, they can't help the two coaches in this game. They know they have to run it just so they can do what? Throw the football. But that's what they really want to do. It's, a, it's about who can be most patient, allowing the run game to set up the pass plays that they're truly looking for. The team that is forced to play from behind, uh, let's, be, let's be careful to see if they panic or sure. They start to, you know, swing for the fences a little too Brock early. Purdy maybe for a Super Bowl. Absolutely. Right? And even even the coach, Kyle Shanahan, right. who, who had time. Listen, he's yet to score in the fourth quarter of both Super Bowls that he's called plays in as an offense coordinator with the Atlanta Falcons, as a head coach with the 49ers. I have faith in Kyle. Don't get me wrong. But uh, when you're losing in games, it, it forces the play caller to be a little bit more intentional. Sometimes they can get a little more tight. Sometimes they can get outside of themselves, and then all it takes is one more turnover from there. But now you have to swing for the fence. It did feel like they were like living on the edge big time against yes. Green Bay in the divisional yes. rounds and the Lions in the championship uh, round on Championship Sunday. Yep. So Kansas City in the game. I agree with you, by the way. I like the Chiefs. Not a high degree of confidence. Definitely could go either way. Yeah. How do you see it playing out as far as scoring is concerned? Like higher scoring game, like maybe like a lower scoring second half. The total in the betting market's 47 and a half. You don't have to give us like a bet on the game, but do you think this is going to be a game that gets into the 50s or maybe it's like 23 20 something like that i think it gets into the 50 i I think it's over 50 in fact i think it's going to be a high scoring game six 60s um i'm going close to that yeah i'm getting close to that yeah but but plus 50 um i don't think you're going to keep down the kansas city chiefs offense simply because the 49ers have struggled to stop the run you've probably heard that all week right one of the reasons why they have a tough time holding the edge Right, Their defensive ends are designed to do what? Get up the field, rush the quarterback. They don't want to anchor down, both get washed down. Nick Bosa, but more importantly, Chase Young. He's not been good against the run. And when you start pinning, And the effort's not there either, right, for Chase Young. They had to get him off the field, man. (laughs) They had to get him off the field second half against Detroit. So, no, I think think both teams have something working. Gone are the days, guys, where you get – teams showing up to the Super Bowl without an Achilles heel. These teams are flawed. Every year they are. You know why? We have this thing called a salary cap, right? We have this thing called free agency. You know, if Tyreek Hill was still on this team, how would you feel about this game with the Kansas City Chiefs? The spread wouldn't be what it is. No, certainly not. But he's not. Yep. And you know why he's not? Because you got to pay more. And so we're going to get teams showing up to the Super Bowl being less than perfect, being less than ideal, having an Achilles heel. What is the Chiefs' Achilles heel? 
suspect wide receiving core who doesn't always come through for their quarterback. What is the 49ers Achilles heel? A run defense that's given up over 70 yards per game more than what they did per game during the regular season. On the San Francisco side, you mentioned it before, like, how do you game plan for this team? They could go through Ayuk, they could go through Kittle, they could go yeah. through McCaffrey. I think what betters have been trying to figure out is, who's it going to be in this game? Which I, maybe is an impossible question to ask you because you're going to say, well, it's whoever's working or it's balance is the key to everything. If you had to pinpoint a guy who could maybe exceed expectations, Kittle, Ayuk, McCaffrey, do you feel more confident in one over the other? First of all, Debo. You have, yeah, you have, to, you have to go with the alternative. Uh, now, it could end up being the primary, which is Christian McCaffrey, right? If Christian ended up becoming the MVP of this game, I would not be shocked. However, I'd be shocked if Steve Spagnuolo lets him get off, right? That means someone in one-on-one coverage is going to get off. So I would, I would put easy money on the alternative to Christian McCaffrey. Number one for me, Debo Sam. Debo. De- look, Debo. If he gets one-on-one... Yeah, and they can run the office through him. They're going to use him in the run game, can, you think? They're going to use him however they can. He's going to be used in both areas, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's but, one of my favorite yeah, th- looks is yeah. Debo over rushing yeah, yards. They can, yeah. I think they're going to feel play over Elijah Mitchell, I if think. If you wanted to prop bet somewhere and say, well, who is the next guy that could end up coming up crucial, I would put money on Kyle Juszczyk. Because I think no matter, unless you put a corner on him and you're not doing that, he can beat safeties. He can beat linebackers, right? As a fullback, the guy is a utility player that I think you can put money on. As a prop, I think he'll cash. Scored a touchdown a few years ago. Final question for you, Solly. You like the Chiefs. Who do you think wins most valuable? Is it as easy as just Mahomes wins, or do you think it could be somebody else? No, if they win, it's because he had a great game. Now, you're not giving it to the defensive guy because, to me, that means Chris Jones would be a disruptor. Do you know he's yet to have a sack in any of these three Super Bowls that he's played? That's crazy. Wow, I, I did not know that. Yeah. That is crazy. And they're two for one in those games. But but he is a great player. He does uh, get pressure, just hadn't been able to get home. Solly, this was awesome. We sincerely right. appreciate it. Absolutely. Sirius XM NFL Radio, the opening drive, weekdays, uh, 8 to 11 a.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday. Uh, this was great, man. Thank you very much. Enjoy the game. Safe travel. Stay well, and we'll talk soon. Nice to know I can make a play for you, even though I'm playing her. <laughs> the, the we'll ask you Colorado next time. Maybe we'll do that. That was awesome. Uh, Solomon Wilcox joining us here on You Better You Bet. Thank you guys very much, Solly. Appreciate it. Man, at Kansas City. Every, Kansas City yeah. for everybody, well, man. Well, I think, but not just Kansas City. The specificity of, like, Debo Samuel. I mean, Debo Samuel in the run game came up again there. How, how many guests have we had on the show that have brought up this angle of just like using him to the absolute maximum. And, 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 and I love it. <laughs> and you and like every interview you, you do, you just go, yeah, no, we've had a lot of smart people on the show and they all say the same thing, which is like Debo max usage, Debo involved as much as possible. Um, another another voice that kind of brings that to the table. So, yeah, I, I don't you know, it's I think what he was selling kind of like in terms of how he felt the game was going to play out. I basically agree with um, everybody just thinks Mahomes is going to win, though. And I just. I'm like you say more on island in terms of how you know when you, you have an opinion nobody seems to agree with you. I just I don't think like I don't think he has to play well for well, them to well, win the game. Well, can I tell something cuz I think like it's cuz that's it's like it's an He didn't easy... go to Chris Jones immediately where he was like, well, if Mahomes doesn't play well, here's a guy. Cuz it's kind of like cuz it's an it's like okay, Mahomes just wins, but I think if you think about it a little I'm not I'm not insinuating that our guests like don't think about of course no. they think about the game. Well, and the quarterback like, to but, be fair wins like all the time. But like right. they don't think about it. It's like Solly 
has forgotten more about football than we'll ever know. Right. Played in a Super Bowl for the Cincinnati Bengals, but he doesn't think about this. Like, there like, like there a is a part does, of me you know? that's like, there is a part of me that's like, do I have, do I have an angle here that's like really good? And part of having an angle that's really good is that that's like the price is what it is because everyone thinks something is going to happen and you don't think that's going to happen. That's why the price, like if, if everybody, I guess if everybody sat down and they said, oh, it's Kelsey, oh, it's Pacheco, then they wouldn't have been priced the way that they were. We wouldn't have been able to bet them at huge numbers. And maybe that's part of it too. Uh, Want to do a little NBA trade deadline here? Yeah, I'll do for a couple minutes. All right, yeah. you better you bet here with Nick and Ken, live from Radio Row, Thursday, Las Vegas, Nevada. So I haven't seen, like, anything that happened, like, at the death. Are we really, like, is it just, like, the Knicks stuff? Is that the main thing that happened? I would say the Knicks, the Knicks moves are important. Um, teams that didn't do anything, the Lakers stood pat, which was interesting. The Warriors didn't do anything. But the biggest thing, too, I think Oklahoma City made a move. And, uh, and a quick got Gordon Hayward from the Hornets. The Mavs got P.J. Washington from the Hornets. I don't know why I said his name like that. Basically, like, already admitted defeat on the Grant Williams move that they made in the offseason, being like, okay, cool, like, we signed you. This actually doesn't work at all. We're going to send you to Charlotte. So sorry, Grant. And you get P.J. Washington back. So the Hornets kind of, like, emptied the cupboard, basically. They traded a bunch of their players. Um, Hayward to Oklahoma City is probably, like, the Bogdanovich to the Knicks and Hayward to OKC. Like, they're your two big moves, I think. All right, so let's talk about – well, Let's talk about my favorite team for yes, a second. Yes, of course. Um, it feels like they Ken, were active. Yeah. That uh, last year in the playoffs, it felt like they did not have a lot of reliable three-point shooting around Jalen Brunson. Okay. And it feels like they've kind of addressed that big time here. And like I liked R.J. Barrett a lot, but Barrett is not a guy that you really like trust to be able to just stroke it from downtown in the big spot. Sure. So Barrett out, Ananobi in, and now like. I think everyone likes Quentin Grimes as a prospect and like Knicks fans, I think have been kind of trained to think that he's the second coming because right. the Knicks have been reticent to put him in deals for superstar players like, like Donovan Mitchell, but the emergence of DiVincenzo and like the confidence in him to knock down three pointers, scoring tons of points here. Now Burks Bogdanovich coming over. Now Randall's going to come back. Like Jerry Ferrara and everybody saying, wanted Bogdanovich, by the way. He's like the one guy that got linked to 10 teams. So, like, the Knicks getting him is kind of a coup, even though you're like, boy, on Bogdanovich. Like, yeah, kind of. Doesn't doesn't it? It feels like they slam. And I'm a pessimistic Knicks fan. Right. It feels like they absolutely slammed this today. It kind of feels like they've slammed, like, just roster construction for a year now, basically getting all these guys to come uh, to come aboard. Like, Hartenstein is, like, part of a really good front office. Uh, just everything. Ananobi trade. So, everything's been really good. But just to be, like, really clear... Just because, like, we have Jerry Ferrara on the start of the show, and it turns into like, like Nick's bench and like who's who's going to take threes. And it's like this is like really in the weeds. Like nothing that happened today mattered in terms of like the title was won by this team because they got this player. I, like, I kind of think the Knicks won the title today. If the Knicks I'm win, kidding. if the Knicks win the title, it'll be because like Brunson emerges as one of the best ten players in the league by far. Like that'll be why it happens. It'll be because he's actually that thing. And yeah, other pieces coincide. Maybe they have the best defense in the playoffs. But like, look, the Thunder get Gordon Hayward. Like, that's cool, and now Josh Giddy doesn't have to finish games, and Hayward can play instead in crunch time, which they kind of wanted to do anyway. But in the end, it's SGA against whoever the other team's best player is. It's Dagnalt against whoever the other team's coach is. And, like, that that's really what it is. So, there were like, Kevin Durant got traded at, like, 2 in the morning in Arizona <laughs> last year. Yes. And, like, I, we came on the air, and I said, it's not often. There's, like, 10 guys who can be the best player on a team that wins the title. He's one of them, and he's moving. This is a really big deal. There's not even remotely close to the equivalent of that caliber of player that moved this time. So, look, the Knicks fans should be really happy. If you're a Thunder fan, you should, they did something, which people weren't sure they were going to do. They should be really happy. You know, if you wanted the Warriors, if you're a fan of those teams, they didn't do anything. Okay, that kind of stinks. Like, you're the Lakers. All right, that's that's not so fun. But, like, 
the net of this is, look, if you like the team to win the title, you're still going to like them. If you like the Knicks before, you're going to like them now. Like, no, no big chess pieces kind of moved around here. Does Hayward move the needle for you at all for, like, a playoff series for, like, for the Thunder, obviously, and they'll have home court in the first right. round, maybe first couple rounds? My, my theory on the Thunder is going to be they're just early. They're just too early. We see it all the time with teams. Uh, a young Oklahoma City team with Durant, Westbrook, and Harden made the finals, lost to LeBron. Like, that's that's the ceiling for this team. They're just, they're early. And teams that are early, like, like Curry is so unique and he's so awesome because he won way earlier in his career than he was supposed to. But that's the rarity. That's the one in 30. That's the one in 50. That's kind of what the Thunder are up against this year. But look, like the smartest team, and they do another smart thing. How, how good is Solomon Wilcox? He's awesome. Great guy. Really I, nice guy. I you think. know everybody in the room and everybody's like, Nick is the best. <laughs> it's got to be a pretty fun room to be in. Well, a lot I mean, well, well, to be fair, it's not wrong. <laughs> Uh, I think another guy who whom I think thinks that is a uh, former <laughs> oh. NFL MVP, Rich Gannon. Oh. And I think we're going to have Rich joining us coming up next. We're going to have to go find him during the break. Otherwise, we'll talk sports coming up next year on You Better, You Bet.